Welcome to the NAFSA International Educator Podcast, the official voice of International Educator Magazine, brought to you by NAFSA, Association for International Educators. Hi, I'm Karen Doss Bowman, a frequent contributor to International Educator. Thanks for joining me for this month's episode of the International Educator Podcast, which is all about the personal side of professional development. Networking, mentoring, and learning from peers are hallmarks of the field of international education. These activities play an important role in professional and career development. As international offices face tightened budgets in this season of decreased international student enrollments, pause study abroad programs, layoffs, furloughs, and other financial strains, few can afford conferences, courses, or other training expenses. In light of this reality, how can international education professionals stay on top of their game? Mentorships and peer-to-peer connections can fuel professional growth within our field. Just four years ago, Rupert Ralji and Emily Austinson were strangers who shared a passion for international education. They were paired together as mentor and mentee in 2017 when Emily, then a newcomer to international education, enrolled in NAFSA's Academy for International Education. Emily Austinson is an advisor in education abroad at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. We were a group of, I think, five plus Rupa. You know, Rupa in particular is just this integral person of supporting you, supporting your goals, taking you through a learning plan, which is part of Academy, and just really creating that, that community of nurturing and support and advocacy and really pushing one to, you know, mm-hmm. stand up for who you are, take advantage of those learning opportunities, and really think forward. An important component of the Academy is the development of personal learning goals, which become a roadmap to help participants navigate their career paths. Although Emily and Rupa work in different areas of international education, Emily in education abroad and Rupa in international students and scholar services, these differences didn't matter. Emily found tremendous value in Rupa's wisdom on the soft professional skills. You can always find a colleague to talk shop, but what she and I talk about are really the human resource conversations, the leadership, the self-advocacy. This is what you need to be thinking to really enhance your career and where you should be going to. We actually get to the meat about what probably one looks for most in a mentor and mentee relationship, and that really is the human connection, the professional development, the things that are probably harder to find. Rupert Rauji is Assistant Vice President in the Office of Global Services at Northeastern University. She believes honesty lies at the heart of an effective and satisfying mentor-mentee relationship. There is the acknowledgement of risk-taking in, in forging a new relationship with somebody that potentially one has not met before because we are sharing confidences with each other. We are trusting each other with information and guidance. So knowing that you you bring your best self to this relationship, you owe your colleague the best, the most honest and forthright information. You don't sugarcoat it. You don't you don't tell them just what you think they're going to hear. You need to be completely open. But having built that foundation of unconditional love. Throughout her career, Rupa has had the privilege of receiving guidance from people she considered mentors, whether they connected organically or through formal channels such as NAFSA's Academy. She also values the lessons her mentees have taught her. 
when I work with my trainees and mentees and, you know, now colleagues and friends, they have so much to teach me. And one of the things I have learned from all of my mentees is to how to become a better supervisor, right? Uh, and it's a more loving, forgiving space for both of us to engage in. With Rupa's encouragement, Emily has taken on volunteer leadership responsibilities since completing the academy. She has acted with the Massachusetts Council for International Education, or MACI, and serves on NAFSA's Region 11 team. It's a little bit like re-entry into the real world. You know, you've come through this amazing experience with so much growth and learning, and you come back to your job, and things are the same, but you're not the same, and so you, you need something different. And volunteering professional associations, that is almost always the answer I have found. And so she has definitely pushed me into opportunities. And that's Rupa. That's, you know, you've got these wonderful skills. You have this wonderful experience. Go serve. Go and give back to the region. Go and give back to the field. And you find those other colleagues with whom you can network and grow and learn new skills. That's, that's completely her guidance and her encouragement. Volunteering with organizations like NAFSA can build peer-to-peer connections that support professional growth. Lauren Jacobson-Bridges and Regina George hit it off after meeting several years ago through their NAFSA volunteer roles, including Trainer Corps. The two became fast friends and keep in touch frequently, supporting each other's career growth, comparing notes about how their institutions do things, and sharing updates on their personal lives. Regina George is Director of the Office of Immigration and International Admissions at the University of South Alabama. Getting to know Lauren through NAFSA volunteer leadership really um, enhanced um, the way that I make decisions in my job and, um, you know, comparing what other institutions are doing, how my colleagues are interpreting regulations and guidance from the government. Um, it really offers a think tank or a hive mentality, right? Lauren Jacobson-Bridges is Assistant Director of International Students and Scholar Services at the University of North Texas. I think that in, in this field, in general, in international education, it's really easy to make friends <laughs> because everyone generally is just so willing to share advice and information and resources. Lauren says the additional challenges brought on by the pandemic over the past year have prompted frequent conversations with Regina on how to handle unprecedented circumstances. They enjoy brainstorming ideas together, comparing results of programs and activities their institutions offer, and discussing how different schools interpret regulations. I would say that there are only benefits from these types of relationships. Um, It helps me to consider different ideas and perspectives, which in turn makes me um, a better international educator. I have not only a professional um, person that I can talk about ideas with, but I mean, I think something that has sometimes gone overlooked is the the emotional support that having a mentor or a peer in your field provides, especially at such a difficult time in our field, 
having that relationship has provided me with um, emotional support and stability as well to know I'm not going through these questions or these difficulties alone. Um, I have mentors and peers in the field who are struggling with the same questions, the same responses, and um, that has, has been a huge value to me. Whether taking the form of mentor-mentee, like Emily and Rupa, or peer-to-peer associations like Regina and Lauren, these relationships can enhance one's career knowledge and hone the soft skills that are so vital in international education, from interpersonal communication and empathy to flexibility, problem-solving, and creative thinking. Perhaps even more important, these connections can spark friendships that become a lasting source of support and encouragement. Here's Regina. And I think there's a mutual trust and admiration for each other based on growing up together in the field. Rupa has become friends with several of her trainees over the years. She finds the coaching experience rewarding and enjoys watching these newer professionals strengthen their skills and develop confidence. Many of her former mentees, in turn, have offered her encouragement through recent career transitions. And I think just cheering each other on through these different facets of our lives, which has been really a love and a joy. Having had that foundation of a trusting, loving relationship, knowing that there is no ego here, knowing that there is no expectation, it's all love and developmental and thoughtful and intended to to be good and, and, and supportive, I think, again, is a very different relationship that fulfills me incredibly as well. That's it for this episode of the International Educator Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us for this edition of NAFSA International Educator Podcast. Please visit nafsa.org to read more from International Educator Magazine and to join us as a member of NAFSA. Together we can make a better world.